0: Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Semi Pro. I'm your host, Joshua Clemens, aka Brit Edit.
1: And I'm Dalton Barrett, also known as Barrett Digital, and we're glad you've joined us today on this splendid episode of Semi Pro. We're talking about Star Wars. Feels like just yesterday we talked about Star Wars, and here we are again talking just, about. It was not
0: just one week ago, it was an entirely different decade.
1: Yeah. Right. Josh, I haven't seen you since last decade. How you been, buddy?
0: Oh, you know, it's it's been going. I haven't showered since 2018.
1: (laughs) Hey, Josh, I don't think you quite understand the joke. 2018 was two years ago, not not.
0: uh... No, I know, I know, man. (laughs) Oh, okay.
1: My goodness. You know who else hasn't showered since 2018? J.J. <laughs> Abrams. Oh no, I've been
0: too busy working on Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. It's <laughs> the best Star Wars film in the entire franchise.
1: Oh, absolutely. No questions asked. We are, we are going to do our... This is our review episode, and we're going to... is structured a little different than you might expect, if you haven't seen us plugging it. What we're going to do uh, is we didn't want to just give our opinions of it, because who... Why do we matter? who are we that's important Mm. nobody we bought two microphones and so that may make you think that we're important but we are ultimately not uh so we're gonna let you guys or we have been pushing to let you guys give your reviews of the rise of skywalker so we've got some phone calls lined up uh there are messages that were recorded and left and we are going to Play those and kind of let let you guys sound off with your reviews of the movie.
0: Right. So uh, as Dalton said, I just just want to say thanks for everybody who did call in, and uh, we hope we get more callers in the future. So, what do you guys have to say about the Rise of Skywalker? Howdy, y'all.
2: Uh, honestly, if I'm thinking about Rise of Skywalker, uh, I truly think it was a disappointment. Uh, not just to me, but I think to a lot of fans. Uh, I feel like we should see jj abram's true vision because as we know it's it 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 was rushed it was uh how do i say it i don't know like we all know there was problems behind the scenes from it and uh yeah uh release the jj cut (laughs) as uh as people are saying release the jj cut and uh yeah release the snyder cut also because come on that's a given
0: (laughs) have a good day i love the podcast
1: I hate Eunice I can't stand him <laughs>
0: Eunice? I don't know who that is
1: That's uh We're not gonna give names For the rest of the callers Except for Eunice Because he called in twice To leave his reviews Of The Rise of Skywalker And This is a man Who's never seen A single Star Wars movie So <laughs> You know That's That's what's going on Here at semipro Um Release the JJ cut My goodness I would uh, uh, You know Let's re- Let's release the Johnson cut release the rj cut that's that's got yeah, a good flow yeah. to it
0: i released the least of johnson trilogy down. No, i hope it's still happening right same it won't there's zero chance they make it but no actually well oftentimes like, uh, oh you know i'm hoping yeah you yeah, think it's, it's unlikely
1: but his yeah his star wars reputation is still uh still a little rocky
0: um you know I'll, I'll i'll take an episode of the Mandalorian
1: absolutely uh, maybe he has a good episode of the mandalorian and that gets him his trilogy
0: that's it you solved it all right cool Th- you're welcome ryan johnson should make everything Wars related for the next 20 years i'm glad that we agree on this
1: uh, ryan johnson should make every movie for the rest of time man i'll be happy all right so we got another one we're gonna do uh <laughs> this one is a real one and it's a slightly longer one but this is an actual caller who actually called in to actually say things
2: Yeah, what up Josh and Dalton, how you guys doing? This is your boy, Clancy. Uh, My review for The Wires of Skywalker is pretty modest, modest I guess. Wasn't particularly good. I honestly haven't liked much of the new series. It wasn't as good as the originals. It was better than the prequels, but it wasn't as good as the originals. Felt like all they did in these last movies was together scenes made differently from the original movies and just redo them basically the but specifically about the rise of skywalker i did not like how they didn't wrap up a lot of the personal character storylines the uh only storyline that was wrapped up very well was ben solo i did like how they how they got him to join the light side that was good um, uh, I did not like how they ended Rey's storyline. I felt like Palpatine was too easy of an answer. I would have much preferred if she was a clone, honestly. It would have explained a lot of things, including the, your parents are nobody, and the infinite reflections that she saw. Uh, I would have, I did not like how they didn't wrap up any of like the characters' relationships with one another. Uh, Finn was, should have ended up with Rey in my personal opinion. Um, I think Poe should have at least kissed that woman that he was talking to on that one planet, instead of just walking away. Uh, I did not like how they did not reveal what Finn was going to say. However, I do think that it was that he had the Force. Uh, overall I thought it was a good, okay movie. I thought it was a great ending to the saga but I did not think that it was a great ending to these three movies altogether. Like how it came full circle to her being on Tatooine. Uh, I did not like that. Actually, I think that's it, yeah. It's basically my overall review. The visual effects were stunning. Everything about, like the visuals was great. The lightsaber animation, the force, all that. I did not like, however, the uh for kissing then that one did not make sense because there was no showing of that up until then so far they've been like kind of enemies kind of forced buddies i guess you could call it there was no really romantic feelings there so when she kissed him it did not make sense to me um but yeah that's basically my overall review
1: uh all right thanks um Yeah, I would tend to agree with some of that. Uh, I I didn't mind uh, Poe or or Finn and Rey not getting together. Didn't mind that at all. Um, uh, And I didn't mind Poe not having any, uh, you know, it was kind of a hinted relationship type thing. I don't think there needs to be. I don't think everybody has to be in a love story in Star Wars. I just don't think that's a necessity. Um, I do agree that I think the Ben Solo and Rey kiss was a little forced People say that they've been building to that, but I haven't really seen uh it's clear that they have a connection in um in last Jedi, but it's not like a romantic connection. It's more just like it's like a team kind of connection, I guess. It almost feels like they're like related or something. I don't know. Uh but uh, yeah, I I would I don't think it was a great ending to the saga. I do think it was an okay-ish ending to this particular series, but I do like the other two movies in this series significantly more than I like this one. But I think as a movie, just kind of on its own, it it was weak in the storytelling department.
0: I, I know, okay, so we'll get into this part a bit more later. I know I had a bit more of a positive view on it than you did, and I think than most people did, and uh, this whole uh, review might just break down into me and you talking about The Last Jedi again. <laughs>
1: Probably, <laughs> but, um, I mean it almost definitely will, because that movie's a masterpiece, but c- continue.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I can I can see where uh, you guys are coming from on that, and I agree in some elements. I'm, I'm with you in that Finn and Ray, I don't think, should have ended up together. And I think Kylo and Ray were going for it, it felt more like um platonic than it did romantic. And I know J.J. Abrams has gone out since then and being like, oh no, it's a it was like a kiss between a brother and a sister. I think he said, which is kind of that's th-
1: that's <laughs> gross. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs>
1: they were borderline making kind of
0: out too far. <laughs> 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 or, or, yeah.
1: Well, at least which, we know that that he was inspired by George It feels a bit Lurias. like
0: backtracking, but um, right. I mean, I I, said, I I liked it, and I think that there are a few sort of story point uh story points that could have been strengthened. Uh, the the biggest thing I came out with was kind of going. Okay, that was cool, but why this? And in some cases, it's... It, it's part of Star which... Just gotta kind of assume that... Okay, this thing happens, this thing happens. But the, uh, this had a bit too many for me, but it, even then... I, I can definitely see where you guys are coming from on that. I don't know if I agree 100% on it all though.
1: I think the biggest thing I can say as far as the... And, and this is just responding directly to his comments biggest thing i can say kind of against the the ray and finn thing because i I said that i didn't necessarily like that but i never gave a reason why well the reason why is no matter how much you don't like uh her character um finn has a romantic interest like in this in this trilogy like there is one already and it's not ray it's rose like it's very clear set up that they're and and she's in this movie and they don't give like too much time to it but it's it's not like she's gone or dead or whatever um so i think that's a better romantic interest for her just because that's been set up than ray is because for me that relationship has always been a little more one-sided
0: uh yeah. you're talking about you're talking about both right yes yeah
1: i mean finn and rose were very clearly set up yeah,
0: in the okay. last movie and I, 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 for a second, I, for a second I, like sort of, um, I don't know why. I got mistaken between Rose and the chick from the Endor moon that they end up on, who is also a stormtrooper. Also, who is also apparently Lando's daughter, according Lando's to J.J. Abrams, which is odd. No, that's, I don't... J. J. Abrams. that's the visual dictionary.
1: Ah, OK. Well, why not tell us that in the movie? That's a whole nother okay. thing. It's it's time for our next call, Josh. we got to move on. We'll save that for the end. We'll get into uh, that later. All right. Next caller. I thought the
2: I thought the film was very enjoyable, but my biggest issue was that it just didn't it didn't really line up with the rest of them. Like, didn't feel like a coherent trilogy, and that was my main issue. However, as a Star Wars film, I did enjoy it quite a bit, and that's all it.
1: I can agree with that. Uh, I, I would tend to agree that it doesn't necessarily line up with the other two. Um, and and say what you will about Last Jedi, whether you like it or don't like it or whatever. It did line up pretty good with Force Awakens. Um, well, to I, an I think that's something
0: that we can probably get into a bit later in terms of J.J. Uh, Abram's storytelling attributes versus Brian Johnson's storytelling attributes. Because right. I know you said something the other day, which uh, I don't remember what you said, but I, I'll bring that up later, that I think works quite well in terms of why Johnson did a lot of what he did
1: right um, I just think like this movie didn't feel like it it didn't feel like an expansion of the story from the, the, that the other two started um, like the other two were uh, they kind of like they're very different storytelling styles yes Ryan Johnson and JJ Abram tell stories very different, but Last Jedi still felt like it picked up where Force Awakens left off and then moved forward. Whereas I think um, Rise of Skywalker almost like picked up what Ryan Johnson left off threw it in the trash and then started a whole new story and wrapped up a whole new story at the end. Like, it didn't feel like an expansion of the previous two movies, to me at least. Um, so that that's kind of my stance on, I would tend to agree with agree with the caller there.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree in some ways. I, the, the key thing to say with that, I think, is that the blame isn't particularly on JJ or Johnson. It's more on uh, management who decided to tell this trilogy, hand it over to three different directors, but then not have an overlooking plan in mind it just kind of went oh you know do what you want because that's that's really where it kind of fell apart when you have three different directors with three different um visions in their minds and then you kind of connect those with each other it's like trying to put a puzzle together but having puzzles from three different boxes
1: right no i, I would tend to agree there i think They were trying to recapture the magic of the original trilogy because, of course, the original trilogy was directed by three different directors. Um, Lucas and I can't remember who it was. They co-directed Return of the Jedi. So that was the idea. You know, you got three different directors, three different visions, and, of course, Irvin Kirshner directed Empire Strikes Back. So you have three different directors, three different visions. Uh, That's what we're going to use moving forward. But you can't really recapture the, the magic of the original trilogy, I don't think because the original trilogy is really a fluke. There's no way it should have worked and there's no way it should be remembered as the beginning of the greatest uh, film story ever told the way it is. Uh, And so uh, I think recapturing that was a mistake. I really do think they should have chosen one director and given it to him. Um, And I definitely think if you're not going to do that, you cannot give the end of the trilogy to a guy who is notoriously bad for ending stories. But that's also another comment for the end. We gotta we gotta quit spoiling our end comments here, Josh. I, I say we, it's mostly me. We got another caller. Let's uh <laughs> let's take a listen.
0: Hey guys, so I think that the rise of Skywalker was a waste of opportunity because they didn't really do much with the character of Kylo Ren, especially after the depth he was given in the previous movie, which was The Last Jedi and it really felt like kylo ren should have gotten a better ending but it was just lackluster from his point and kylo ren's character is the one that's the most interesting throughout this entire trilogy That was just sad to see nothing being done with that character
1: okay yeah uh, that wasn't my biggest complaint i think Kylo Ren was definitely the standout character from this movie, and all of them. I mean, he's the standout character from the trilogy. Uh, but I don't know that he was any oh, yeah. worse here uh, than he was through the rest. I think his—I don't think uh, his character was necessarily redeemable, even though they did that anyway. I don't know that it was... I think he was too far gone to redeem, but they did it anyway. I mean, the... I think he really did a number in the last movie in terms of, like, um, how evil he really was. And I think it was at a point where they couldn't bring him back, and yet they did. So, I mean, that's kind of where we're at now.
0: Um, Well, uh, I I can see where you're coming from that, but at the same time, if you look back to, you know, Darth Vader, he quite literally stabbed a bunch of kids, and they still redeemed him. Beyond that, he triggered, essentially... Uh, genocide of Jedi um, personally hunt like I know that the cancelled EU expanded on it more but uh, he he was in many ways brought back despite being irredeemable too sure and so I'm not that kind of it M- 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 wasn't so much that they did it it was more sort of that the movie felt a bit cluttered and if there's a character I'll get into this more <laughs> later because we're just gonna keep on spoiling it otherwise but if there's a character who I thought was kind of lacking in this film I'd say it was Hux because he was without a doubt one of my favorite parts of both false awakens and the last jedi
1: no i'd agree the thing about the darth vader uh thing is yes he was he, he's evil if you look at the grand story and he was evil in the original trilogy don't get me wrong but you never see him do anything necessarily that bad until the prequels that's when you see him kill all the kids and all the expanded stories and we know he's a bad guy but we never saw him kill a group full of kids at the point when he was redeemed So that's that's kind of the stance there. Uh, So uh, you give or take some there. Um, uh, Like yes, we see him build the Death Star, or or we see him on the Death Star, but it's not like he was in charge of the Death Star. The most evil thing he did was have Han Solo locked up in Carbonite and try to turn Luke to the dark side. If you really, really, really look at it, and I think Kylo Ren did a whole lot more than that on screen. yes okay so he killed obi-wan he had han solo wrapped up in carbonite and he tried to turn luke to the dark side those are the three biggies that darth vader did on screen um so i think you give or take kylo ren um was responsible for uh the death of the majority of the resistance he uh he killed han solo his own dad he Um, uh, other things that he did he so i I think he was at the point (laughs) well even
0: though i know why you wouldn't you gotta kind of look at the prequels as canon and at the same time he killed his wife oh
1: no i absolutely agree uh, with that i'm talking about at the time when darth vader was redeemed because that's in return of the Uh, jedi when they wrote that those things had not happened that's why i'm saying it like that so you can't really use well, that as an example. You know,
0: it's it's like it's like poetry. It 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 right. rhymes. It's
1: like poetry. It rhymes, but you you can't really look at those in terms of he couldn't be redeemed because of these things because at that that time he hadn't done those things yet. You know, because those movies hadn't been written. So that's that's my stance there. That that's why I'm I'm saying that. Um, that's, uh, that's that's why I think bring. they're a little different. Right.
0: In my, my headcanon, Lucas has had this planned out since, <laughs> since 1966.
1: In my headcanon, Lucas isn't.
0: He, he even planned for Colin Trevorrow to drop out of filming The Rise of Skywalker.
1: Yes, he did. He planned his sale to Disney, and he planned exactly what would happen from day one. All right, we got another caller. Um, let's Let's take a listen here.
2: The Rise of Skywalker is a good movie and a great conclusion to the Skywalker saga. It has its issues, as all movies have but they're easy to look past if you're legitimately trying to enjoy the film. Anything in it can be explained by any part of the lore if you just do slightly more research than watching the film, but you don't get to complain about it like you're a super hardcore fan and then watch it like a filthy casual. It's a good movie, and it should be looked at as all Star Wars movies. They have their problems, but they're solid. It's a fun
0: conclusion. Don't be a poopy pants. Okay. i um, would certainly someone who talks fast and loud.
1: Right. I don't know who that could ever be. Uh, okay, I agree with some things and disagree with some as well. And we've actually, me and this guy, who's going to remain nameless, have had this I, conversation. I already know
0: what you're going to disagree with.
1: Um, I,
0: I I already know what you're going to disagree with. You're going to disagree with the fact that he said that if, if you watch the film, you should be willing to do that extra research because if you're watching a film you shouldn't have to read a book to catch up on it
1: right that's kind of my my thought Uh, i understand that star the star wars universe is a big universe i get that i don't think i should have to do my homework to understand a movie i think a movie is a movie and a comic should add to that i don't think uh... you should need it to make it good if it if if it makes it better and it's already good that's amazing however if it's a movie that I don't particularly care for I'm not going to read a comic or a book or something else just to make it good I'm not going to do that that's kind of my stance there um I I, like I said I don't think it fits in with what we have seen in the past really in any story it was this is the biggest of all the Star Wars movies it's the most that's ever gone on in a Star Wars movie it's uh, I thought it was a little over the top. Uh, I say a little. I thought it was very over the top. I just—that—that's kind of my stance on it. But like I said, I don't think you should have to do your homework just to, um, just to understand what's going on. You know.
0: No, I, I agree with you on that point. On uh, like if I—I if I, I know this applies more to me than you, but if I—if I were if I go, go to play a game. Uh, what, what was the game I was, I was playing witcher 3 recently because i watched the show and i wanted to get back into the game and i do love it it's a fantastic game there's elements of it at times where it kind of makes you you have to read up on uh, a character bio or something to try and get the relationship between Geralt and that character and it's just kind of like i'm playing a game i don't particularly want to have to read a book to try and understand the motivations of this because if you're writing a film or a game or whatever the the key thing to learn is how to do exposition in a way that doesn't feel clunky but also gets across what you need and I think that that's in films particularly that's an increasingly important aspect because people kind of forget it sometimes like uh, The Mummy in 2017 they, they literally had a room where Russell Crowe just talked at you filming complete exposition for 20 minutes and it's just like that's not good exposition right no i, I would i would and I tend think to agree. uh i like i said i enjoyed the rise or Skywalker. You? uh and i i even though it did feel clunky at times and it did drop certain elements which apparently may or may not be disney's fault there's still more coming out on that i i just you know like i said i still enjoyed it I, I found it coherent enough i'll say that much I, I would agree
1: with it being coherent enough And I'm not one of those guys who thinks Like um, You know all Star Wars Except for the original trilogy is bad And awful and this is just Or I'm, I'm certainly not one of those guys Who says The Rise of Skywalker is the worst Movie ever and Like that's just not kind of my stance I There's really not that much good Star Wars In my personal opinion um, Star Wars is not a good Film <laughs> no, it's series It's
0: like Indiana Jones. It's, it's like Indiana Jones. Half, half of Indiana Jones is bad.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think, I think there's two, arguably... You can argue there's four good Star Wars movies. I think there's two, maybe three, really, really, really good Star Wars movies. And that's Empire, Last Jedi, uh, and I'm, I'm going to put interchangeably New Hope and Revenge of the Sith. So that's, that's that's four out of this nine movie saga that I think are good. The rest of them, you can take them or leave them, whatever, they're all right, or some of them are bad. And then you get The Mandalorian, which is great. Like, there's not that much good Star Wars when it comes to film and television. Like, there's just not. Like, there's not. And obviously, this is all opinion. Um, so... I, I'm not one of those Whenever a Star Wars movie comes out and it's bad Or I don't like it I'm not like surprised <laughs> You know Like I don't think Because um, I don't think Star Wars has is, Even the original trilogy um, New Hope is is solid I don't think it's great uh, But I think that's mostly a, a byproduct of the time I think it's very much a, uh, a dated movie uh in terms of storytelling style and pacing and that sort of thing so you got that one and it's it's a dated movie and it's okay it's just a little slow empire strikes back is one of the best movies ever made uh and then return of the jedi is uh i don't think it's great it's pretty good it's okay it's definitely my least favorite of that trilogy then you got phantom menace and phantom menace is uh it's okay ish i mean it's rough it's not, a, it's not a terribly easy movie to sit through, and it's kind of boring, but at least it's better than Attack of the Clones, which is terrible. Uh, and one of the worst movies, I think, budget for budget, one of the worst movies I think that's ever been made. Uh, and then Revenge of the Sith, which is pretty good. Nothing unbelievably special, but pretty good. Then you got Force Awakens, which is pretty good. Nothing special, but pretty good. The Last Jedi, which is an utter masterpiece and then Rise of Skywalker, which, for me, was a letdown. So, I just went through the whole saga, and I think there are like two, maybe three good movies, you know? Um... But that's... I don't know. I guess I just don't like Star Wars. (laughs) Like, I guess that's just... I like... I like Empire Strikes Back and Last Jedi, but I guess I just don't like Star Wars as a whole.
0: Star Wars. And I think that a lot of how I viewed The Last Jedi was my thought process going into it, right? Because... Uh, maybe Call me a cynic, or call me British, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> but basically, when I was going into The Rise of Skywalker, the, the thing going through my head was they're marketing this as the last in the Skywalker saga or whatever. And I just kept on thinking, I know it's not going to be. Because it's just not. <laughs> you know, Return of the Jedi was marketed as the last in the saga. Uh, the Venge of the Sith, last in the saga. And I know that this isn't going to be the last in the saga either, give it 10 years. It'll do a story about what happened to Ray after, you know, 50 years after the end of this film. I suppose it's just, that's just kind of how it affects me. So when I was going into this, I wasn't marking it up to be a good film because I already knew, it, you know, I didn't have much of a hope for it being as like good as something like, as, as the series can be, I'll say. But I, uh, when I was watching it, I, I just had this grin over my face the entire time because the film was basically a nostalgia for us. And... I know that that's affecting my judgment somewhat, but like I said, Star Wars isn't particularly a good franchise. Indiana Jones isn't a good franchise. What they are are good concepts that have been uh, explored and done to death, (laughs) but can be revived with new ideas. Like, The Mandalorian, it's a fantastic show. It's basically a western, but in Star Wars, it's an amazing revival of everything that Star Wars can be in, in terms of how well it's made but the rise of skywalker i was just watching you know it, it was fun i guess it was stupid but it was fun like uh palpatine shooting lightning into space and shocking everyone it, was that ever something that's been set up no was it cool to look at yeah I, I liked it it gave me a tiny bit of tension i knew they weren't doing anything with that um like i said i, I do have issues with the film particularly with hux his kind of character got sidelined. Which, in Force Awakens, he was this genuinely terrifying leader. The, the speech he gives still, I love that. It's probably one of my favorite parts of the film. And then Last Jedi, he's kind of more comic relief, which I didn't mind as much because even Snoke says that he's basically just a figurehead. I mean, he's a pawn. And in this film, he just kind of... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in, in this film, he got sidetracked for another general who was on pouting side in... <laughs> In, in this film he gets sidelined for another general who apparently served under Palpatine but then wasn't mentioned in either of the last two films which I was kind of like eh, I, I like Richard Grant he's a nice actor he's, he's always good and whenever he appears but it just felt a bit odd to kind of have that and then Hartz gets killed not even halfway through the film uh, there's obviously Kylo Ren's Redemption which kind of felt I don't want to say rushed because in a lot of ways it's kind of how you do it, but I. this all ties back into what you said to me the other day, which was J.J. Abrams is fantastic at starting a story, but he's never good at answering the questions he sets up.
1: Oh, absolutely. And uh, he's, I mean, you can like, look at anything things he's ever done. You I, can, lost is the big example, but even in his Star Trek movies, the beginnings of those movies... And those didn't really tie back and forth into each other, but those be- the beginning of those movies were always good, and the end is where you lose everybody because he's not good at finishing the stories he starts. And so hiring that guy to finish a three-film story arc I don't think was a smart choice on Disney's part. Um, uh, and I just... I, I can't wrap my brain around how you can hire a director who is notoriously infamous for... Not being able to tell endings, to hire the to to direct the end of your trilogy, I don't know what the thought thought process was there, and I don't know how they got to that point.
0: I, I can only imagine it's just kind of a panic because so, Last Jedi comes out and that's for, for back for lack of a better word, controversial, right? I mean, I mean you liked it a lot, uh, critics liked it a lot, mass audiences were very iffy on it which I, I can understand where they're coming from sometimes other times like particularly when it comes to uh, Kanto Bry is that
1: yes that's correct what
0: the sequence is called basically anything involving Finn and Rose uh, I get where people are coming from there uh, and I get where they're coming from in terms of certain story aspects but when it comes to like character arcs in particular the character arcs are probably my favorite thing about The Last Jedi Luke gets explored into this is something I thought the other day the Last Jedi is so good, it retroactively makes the prequels better, because yes. it shows that- No,
1: I was just saying that the bo- other day! The, the Last Jedi makes the prequels an infinitely much more interesting story, because it, it takes this idea that the Jedi is just a bad concept. Like, you watch the prequels and you know they were executed poorly, and then you watch The Last Jedi and it's like, maybe it's just a bad idea. To have people in this position of power, because the power is going to get to their head no matter how good of people they are, and it, like you just said, it retroactively makes the prequels that much more interesting just by existing. Man, I love that movie. I just had that thought the other day. It's wild that you also um, did. Same.
0: And and like like I said, the characters are the best part. Luke retroactively goes, oh yeah, the Jedi were a bunch of idiots you know, they kept all this power to themselves. They stopped themselves from feeling and having emotions. And it was just like, and then you have Rey who, you know, the parents reveal that they're nothing. I love that because every character in the saga so far has had some kind of ties with like Skywalker or Destiny. And it's just like, eh, I, I know where you're coming from. You're getting influenced from say King Arthur, right? Old knights tales about uh, famous royal blood but having a character who is the protagonist of this series and have her be her own character, who isn't tied into anything, who's just a person, is so new to the franchise. And it was such a f- breath of fresh air to have someone who wasn't held back by their legacy and had this future in front of them that could actually let them go somewhere new that in the next film lets them go towards Ray Skywalker. And it's just like, I I, I get why people didn't like The Last Jedi in some aspects, and I I understand criticizing that, but in the panic of releasing The Last Jedi, it's like they kind of went, okay, well, out of the two films we've released so far in this series, J.J. Abrams has gotten the better reaction. And people like The Force Awakens are like, oh yeah, it's cool. Let's hire him to do the final film. When in reality, even if you didn't want to keep Ryan Johnson, you I think you could have kept a new director. Like, there's a bunch of up-and-coming directors who, if they directed Star Wars, it could do so much for their career.
1: Okay, take somebody like, uh,
0: uh,
1: and I know he's already had kind of a bigger bigger movie but somebody like david sandberg that type of of director who's maybe had some some smaller budget stuff that it's been good and well received and he's talented and pop somebody like that in there and i number one i think david sandberg could have made an excellent star wars movie just given his tone uh specifically basing it off shazam i think given the tone of that movie and how it was taken both seriously and and kind of uh, comically, at the same time, fits in with this trilogy well.
0: Oh. Um, also, if you think of his, um, the, the horror roots that he has, like implementing that into the, sort of the Palpatine scenes could have been so great. Right. Because Pal- Palpatine was, without a doubt, the highlight of the film. It was fantastic.
1: Plus, let's, let's look at this. What's the strongest part of Shazam? Like, the strongest uh, act. You get your first act, your second act, and your third act of Shazam what's the best act for me i think it's the end the third act of shazam i think is some of the best of that movie because it's just fun um and i think i think he's that's another director who's good at ending stories get a director who is good at ending stories Ryan Johnson's great at ending stories, but they stuck him in the middle. Uh, J.J. Abrams is good at starting stories, and they stuck him at the beginning. Good call there. But J.J. Abrams is bad at ending stories, so don't stick him at the end of your trilogy. Like I said, my biggest issue with this movie is, for me, and this is all preference, too. um, If you like The Last Jedi, or, I mean, if you like The Rise of Skywalker, good for you. You just get to enjoy more Star Wars than I do. But once again, I think I've come to the conclusion that I just don't like Star Wars. Like, I'm gonna quit saying, like... I, I'm making this call from here on out. I'm going to quit saying that I like Star Wars and then being like, well, I don't like that movie or that movie or that one. I'm just going to start saying I don't like Star Wars, but I do like Empire Strikes Back in Last
0: Jedi. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that I've I gone with The Rise of Sky and I'm willing to call myself a Star Wars fan for now. Uh, I, I'm willing to call myself a Star Wars fan whenever it's not talked about how the Star Wars fandom is quite literally insane in some ways and have drove Multiple actors off of social media. They drove a couple of them insane and have a generally toxic background, but outside of that, I think they're fine. Yeah, the, and I'm not. Honestly, thinking about that, okay, kind of off the route here but someone who would have been great, well, not great, but someone who could really been neat with this final film, Spielberg.
1: I think Spielberg's lost his touch. Um, that being said, I, I don't know. I just don't
0: know. I refuse to admit that. I,
1: what, what was the last
0: movie Spielberg, Spielberg has done? Spielberg. Spielberg, yes. Uh Let's see. Yeah. Oh, he, he just did Ready Player, Ready Player One. Yeah, mm. see,
1: I hated Ready Player One. That was one of my least favorite movies of that year.
0: To be fair, just before that, he did The Post. And then like a couple of years before that, he did Lincoln. A couple of years before that, he did Tintin. I I think I get where you're coming from with Spielberg's lost his touch because he did the BFG and Ready Player One and Bridges Spies. Bridges Spies was pretty but good. He I kind never of saw Bridges Spies. I just it looked so important to me. I watched five minutes and turned it off.
1: It was pretty good. It was a. Uh, it was kind of a. It, I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I just don't. I I don't know that he's kind of. I only the... watch
0: uh, atmospheric Lover, and horrors.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I just don't. I don't think he would have been the right person. He is good at ending ending movies i don't know i don't know who the person is to who who the person should have been to direct it i do know it shouldn't have been jj abrams um john favreau john favreau could have slaughtered the end of this trilogy i
0: I would not be surprised if going forward he is he's the overseer of star wars just because of the mass positive reactions to mandalorian
1: i think him and David will be kind of the Kevin Feige's of the Star Wars universe. Um,
0: I guess we just... I love that because they're both massive fans.
1: Right. I think kind of a summary end wrap-up thoughts kind of thing. Just a little short kind of you know, wrap-it-up kind of thing about our views. Personally, it's not... I don't like... It's not a terrible terrible movie, I don't think. I like Star Wars a lot better... When it's character-driven, small-scale stories, um, that's that's the Star Wars that I enjoy. Um, Empire Strikes Back again—it's a beautiful example of a smaller-scale story, where it's this massive universe that, but you're focused on these characters because you care about them and you like them, and they have chemistry, and they just work great together. And uh, Last Jedi is the same thing—it's this huge, overarching story. But you're focused on these these small characters just dealing with themselves and this movie was not that it was almost like the exact opposite of that it was you got this huge universe so let's do everything um let's bring back the prophecy aspect of the prequels let's do all of these big huge expansive things and not really explain any of it uh and then it's just it was too big for me, and I know that's kind of a stupid thing to say when you're talking about this giant, expansive galaxy with space wizards and all this kind of stuff, but it was—it was—it was too big for me. It had too much going on, and uh, specifically the third act. Everything leading up to that is pretty sub-standard, uh, I guess. It wasn't bad, but it was just kind of whatever. And then the end was just so noisy, and there was so much going on, and it was like everything is happening at once, and. Palpatine is back but we're not going to explain how or or where even though he blew up and 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 Rey has got all of the Jedi living in her and Palpatine's saying if you kill me because you're my granddaughter apparently we haven't even touched on that you're my granddaughter and if you kill me then all of the Sith that have ever lived will take over your body and use you as a vessel and then she kills him and that doesn't happen and it's just like all of these things like there's no tension because it's so big like I never felt that any of these characters were in danger because this story is because this ending is so huge and so big and we're not focused on a person. We're focused on, um, a big convoy of ships. And so you're not worried about any of your individual characters because you're worried about the overarching, huge, expansive, big thing. And so that for me, it's not my taste in star Wars movies and it's not my taste in movies in general and like I said if you like it that's amazing and I'm really glad for you and I wish I did like it I went into this movie wanting to like it it's not like I went in wanting to not like this movie obviously I want to like it I loved The Last Jedi and I wanted to enjoy this one but I just I just didn't it just wasn't my cup of tea uh, and I didn't, I didn't care for it, and, cause it was just too much, it was just white noise, is all it was, and it was Avengers Endgame level of too much going on, and that movie had 22 movies to set it up, and this one had three, or two, nine if you count the entire saga, but you really can't, cause it's not focused on any of those characters, and so, it, like I said, that's, that's kind of my take on it, um... But yeah, I, it's it's not my taste in Star Wars. I guess will be my my last little snippet of information there.
0: I I can see where you come from. I, I went into the film with low expectations, and I walked out enjoying myself. Like I said I, I found it fun. Um, I had a grin on my face for most of it because I was like, hey, there's that thing, there's that thing. And I, knew, I know I like, know that's just me going like full consumer, but it it, it was it was nice watching it because. I knew like I said I still don't think this is going to be the end of the saga I know they'll release another film 10 years down the line that's continuing this no matter what they say um, the thing with it was it was just kind of in, in a lot of ways I think it's like Justice League where it's this mismatch of ideas that has to be elaborated on outside of the medium that it's released on in which case why would you release it on that medium the visual dictionary or was it, visual diet, visual diet, dish, They you want to call it that, apparently it expands on a lot of these points. It expands on how Palpatine's alive, it expands on Lando's daughter, it expands on Rey's new lightsaber. And it just kind of felt like I'd I, I get a better experience as a story reading that book than I would watching the film, which is not what you want to walk out, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was it was kind of just what I expected it to be I guess but yeah overall it was fun enough I was smiling I had a couple of chuckles and I was kind of let down in certain aspects Um, but most of the time I was just kind of like hey yeah that was kind of neat I'll I'll just go home and watch the Mandalorian can't wait for episode 8
1: right i went home from rise of skywalker and immediately turned on last jedi that's what i did that was it just made me want to watch the last jedi uh and then i had the opportunity to see it again and speaking instead of, of seeing jedi, uh, go ahead what'd you say i went and saw knives out
0: no no what'd you say tell me i saw knives out that's oh yeah i was gonna say yeah, i was say, speaking of the last jedi i can't wait for next week when we get to geek out over knives out
1: yes next week will be our top movies of this past of 2019 of last year we're going to keep pushing this semi-pro hotline uh, and so if you want to call in with your questions or your comments or whatever um, you can call in at 203-538-SEMI that's 203-538-2364 call in and leave a message on that number that's how we got all of these or most of these reviews for uh for rise of skywalker but you can call in anytime and just tell us that you love us or that you hate us or that we're doing a good job or that we're doing a terrible job and just let us know different things that's a that's a really interesting and fun way to get in touch with us and even get yourself heard on the podcast but i want to thank everybody who called in to leave their review of the movie uh you can tweet at us josh do you want to give that twitter real quick
0: Right, you can tweet at us, too. At Josh and Dalton on Twitter. Uh, it's called Five. Oh, Just you know, tell us your views on Star Wars, Marvel, DC, best films of next year. Tell us your views. Tell us that you hate us. Tell us that you love us. Tell us that you want us to shut up. Whatever. You can hit us up there. You can tweet us. You can message us. Uh, we'll try and get to everything. Uh, and if you want, we'll be there out on the podcast. Uh, but, Yeah
1: yeah super excited for next week we're gonna have a really fun show and then we've we've got stuff planned all through january we're glad to be back we took a little break for the holiday season uh but yeah tweet at us let us know what you thought of star wars or call us it's a little late to get your reviews in because we already did the episode but call us and let us know what you think of the podcast and that sort of thing also if you're listening on itunes uh if you wouldn't mind giving this podcast a review maybe rate it five stars whatever Uh, and share it with your friends. We really want to push this thing out where other people can hear it and bring new people in. And that's one of the easiest ways to do that is to give this thing a review or to share it with your pals. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Josh, do you want to get in that last comment real quick? I
0: was just saying tweet us, call us, tell us what your favorite films of last year were. And while you're at it, tell us what your favorite film of last decade was.
1: Right, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Just get in contact with us. Let us know. We want you guys to interact. Uh, Leave a review am i missing anything oh you can follow us both on instagram at brit Edit and at barrett digital that's josh is brit Edit, and i'm barrett digital so yeah do all of those things i uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your week and a great time leading up to next week's podcast and we will see you when we meet again right here thanks for listening to Simi pro